BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. We got a couple of roster updates, including Chase Claypool being removed from the pup list, which that's a good sign for the Chicago Bears. We've got a couple of signings as well. We're also going to talk about Cole Komet possibly getting his contract extension during training camp. And Luke Getze has glowing words when it comes to Roshan Johnson. We're going to do all that, plus catch up on some of the mailbag right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. What's going on, Bears fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. I'm the host here, Hayes. You guys can follow the channel at Shy Bears Central on every social media platform we happen to be on. But with that being said, let's go ahead and get into the content for today. And first up, Chase Claypool was removed a little over 24 hours after being put on the pup list. He's been removed from that list, which is a good sign for training camp. Now, I did drop an a emergency breaking news update video once it uh, once that news drops, so you guys can go and check that out if you kind of want my full thoughts. But overall, I'll just summarize it here. Chase Claypool being there and, and available for the Chicago Bears at the starting training camp is the best thing for all parties involved. It's best for Justin Fields. It's best for Luke Getze. It's best for Chase Claypool. It's best for the team overall. And so you want Chase Claypool to be there. He has doubters that he wants and needs to prove wrong. And I think that overall you want to put Justin Fields and this offense in the best situation possible by having everybody there ready to go at training camp so you can see what you really have in this team. Like I've said, and I've been extremely clear on, I want to remove all and any doubts when it comes to this this Bears offense and to do that you have to have everybody ready to go and that's going to put Justin Fields in the best position so that's my thought on it I'm glad that it was nothing too serious maybe it's still that soft tissue injury who knows but hopefully Chase Claypool is ready to go the Chicago Bears have their first first complete uh, organized practice today and that's what we want to see so we'll get some details out of that we'll be breaking down tomorrow of course but with that said we also had Two additional signings. The Chicago Bears did go ahead and sign wide receiver Isaiah Ford that I talked about on yesterday's daily episode. Don't necessarily see this guy playing a big factor or role um, in, in the team overall. I don't even know if he's going to make the final 53-man roster, but at the end of the day, they bring him in. It's kind of a special team specialist over the course of his NFL career so far, so make sure you guys take a look at that. But we also signed former Steelers linebacker Buddy Johnson. Now, Buddy Johnson was a former fourth-round pick by the Steelers in 2021, hasn't been in the, in the NFL too long. He spent time on the Steelers practice squad, and then they released him before training camp last season. He w- it was on a practice squad of another um, you know season uh, team last season. But overall, I don't see this as being a huge like m- m- move for the Chicago Bears. I think overall, this guy may not even make 
The 53-man Rossi may end up on our practice squad as well. And I don't, you know, the Bears are doing something. They're taking a look at, at, at a bunch of people. That's what training camp is for, is to bring in guys that you never know. Considering he's young, still has some upside, the Bears could absolutely still find value in him. And so that's probably what, why they brought him in. Still, a, still an extremely young player, doesn't have a, a, doesn't have a lot of plays under his belt. So the Bears could hope, hey, if we get a, if we luck up and find a gym, you know, that's what, that's what you do in training camp. You bring players in, you take a look at what they have. And so that's what I see this in. I don't necessarily see this as the biggest move or either one of these moves really being players that possibly make that final roster for the Bears. But hey, you never know. I could be wrong on that one. Next up, I do want to talk a little bit about Cole Komet and his contract situation. Now, Will, it's a bunch of questions. We have a lot of players on this Bears team coming into the season that are up for contract extensions, new contracts that are trying to really find their way. And one of the bigger parts of that is Cole Komet. Now, Cole Komet, who's improved every year he's been a Chicago Bear and has turned into one of Justin Fields' best and, and, and favorite targets as well. When you look at how often he was able to get into the end zone last season after over a year drought of being able to get to the end zone, I think the Bears also value Cole Komet highly right and so the question is is that are a or any of these players but Cole Komet specifically considering coming in tight end fourth year uh, is coming in 24 years old will the Chicago Bears go ahead and lock up Cole Komet during training camp now we used to see a lot of training camp deals signed under the Ryan Pace era since Ryan Poles came in we haven't really seen a lot of that but considering that the the tight end market as well isn't the the the, the deepest market as some other positions the Chicago Bears may be motivated to go ahead and lock in Cole Komet before he has potentially what is a breakout season and 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 demands even more money, right? So if Cole Komet is to have the season that I kind of expect of him, right? You guys know if you've been following us for a while, I said that this is going to be the season. Cole Komet's name gets placed as one of the best tight ends in the game of football. With that said, I do think that the Bears could be motivated to go ahead and try to lock in Cole Komet. The biggest thing is, is what that deal would look like for Cole Komet, right? What's the value um, uh, for, for Cole Komet? And we all know Ryan Poles, when you look at it, it's all about value. That's how he looks at, at the situation. That's how he looks at players, everything. It's about the overall value he gets out of some of these deals. So when you look at some of the tight end money out there right now, you have Darren Walker at $17 million average salary per year. You have George Kittle at $15 million per year. You have Travis Kelsey at $14.3 million per year. So, you know, and that's when you look at kind of the top 10 market, the bottom contract is Zach Ertz uh, with the Cardinals at $10.6 million, right? So overall, you look at that tight end money and you look at Cole Komet and, and you try, have to try to future project what Cole Komet's going to get. Do I think Cole Komet's going to get upwards of $10 million on his next contract? This is Ryan Poles we're talking about. I do think he's going to try to make sure that he gets kind of the best value out of that. But I do think you could be looking at a situation in which uh, Cole Komet gets probably between 8 and $9 million per year, personally. When you look at Kyle Pitts, tight end with the uh, Falcons, he's at $8.27 million. So you, you want to look at something like that. But again, it really comes down to do they think that he has that type of upside, right? Do they think that Cole Komet, like me, is going to be one of the better tight ends in the NFL when it's all said and done. And if it is, they can value him. Right now, Cole Komet's at $7.5 million average salary per year. So he's going to want to increase that. So I do think going anywhere between that 8 and $10 million range is probably going to be where Cole Komet is. Also have to look at the fact that the Bears do have money they still have left to uh, to use 
uh, to reach that floor. And so that does, uh, extensions do count towards that. They have to spend that money. So I do think they could be motivated to go ahead and re-sign Cole Komet to an extension. I think if you can get him between that 8.2 to $10 million range, that's that good value. I do think he can eventually outperform that contract as well. He could, you know, him and his agent could want more, but he's definitely going to want to raise. I want to hear from you guys, though. Cole Komet, as of right now, if you were negotiating a contract with Cole Komet, what would be the contract that you think would be valuable for Cole Komet that you'd be willing to sign him on? Probably about three, four years I'm looking at as well. Let me know what you guys think on that. All right, let's get into this next one. Uh, Luke Getze, offensive coordinator for the Chicago Bears, was actually caught on camera saying this about Roshan Johnson. Roshan's smooth, too. Roshan's going to be good. He's going to be a good player. He's a smoother athlete than I, I thought he was going to be. He's, he's efficient. Catches it well. He'll be, he'll be fun. Yeah, no, absolutely. Like, focus. And this is, once again, more – we've heard nothing but glowing reviews for Roshan Johnson since he became a Chicago Bear. And it really does seem like the Bears think they got a steal. Roshan Johnson is coming in with the mindset that he wants to take over and be that that running that running back one. Not necessarily expecting it to happen this season, but you when you see the look on their face, you couldn't really see Luke Getzey's face. But there's the fact that the, that the offensive coordinator and head coach are having that conversation about Roshan Johnson, and that was back from OTAs. The fact of the matter is this: they see a future with Roshan Johnson and think the world of him. And I think that that just bodes well. They they got potentially still in Roshan Johnson. And to see how he develops and to hear how he's talking about uh, being used in the pass and the running game, they're going to be using Roshan Johnson next season as long as he earns those snaps and stays healthy. But I think that Roshan Johnson, the sky's the limit for him in a Chicago Bears uniform. And I can't wait to see how this running back room continues to shake out. We've already talked about the fact of Khalil Herbert probably getting that number one running back position. But Dante Foreman, Roshan Johnson aren't going to give it to him. They're not going to make it easy on him. And Khalil Herbert is going to have to continually perform, perform, perform to hold on to that running back one position. Now, I don't want to overlook Dante Foreman in all of this because best believe Dante Foreman absolutely has is going to make his own case to be the running back one as well. But when you have a young running back in the wings like a Roshan Johnson that this coaching staff thinks the world of, listen, I think that shows that we're going to have a hell of a player in Roshan Johnson. But okay, let's go ahead and get it. So we have such an overflow. You guys have been going off in the mailbag, in the voice mailbox. So we're going to go ahead. We're going to catch up on some of the mailbag. We're going to play this first one. This one's from the 815. That was today. I wanted to uh, talk about, obviously, this topic's been talked to death. You know, signing a veteran DN before training camp or during training camp. And one of the names still out there is Robert Quinn. And I know it's a strange thing to trade somebody midseason and then bring them back. And I don't know how Robert would feel about that, but Chicago loves Robert. And apparently Robert loves Chicago. So I think we should do it. And the other thing is, think about this. Ryan Poles traded Robert Quinn for a fourth. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Round draft pick, right? And then they let him go. He doesn't pan out. And then on draft day this past year, they trade a fourth round pick to the Eagles for absolutely nothing. Howie Roseman even came out and said, well, the Bears didn't have another trade partner. To be honest with you, I don't know why I did it. He knew the Bears weren't taking Carter. So Ryan Poles, if he re-signs Robert Quinn, he will have taken two fourth-round picks from the Philadelphia Eagles, the best team in the NFC, for absolutely nothing. And that, that to me, is just good business. That, that just shows you that this guy has a, a business mind that you don't come across every day in the NFL. I just, I wanted to know what they're going to do in 2025. He's probably going to find Howie Roseman on draft night and then trade his fourth round pick for a snack pack. This guy could just shake everybody down like you've never seen before. So let me know what you think about Robert Quinn. Also, I just wanted to say, I was watching highlights the other day from this past season. Fields against the Packers, the second game of the season. And Fields threw two laser beams to EQ St. Brown and, uh, who was the other one? Nikhil Harry against Jair Alexander, and they, they love that darling quarterback. But the problem is he's a, he always shuts down Justin Jefferson, but then he gives up two bombs to get burned by two guys that probably couldn't make the cut on 25 to 2018. It's just beautiful. And that, that Jair Alexander, he looks like a goblin. I'm just going to start calling him the goblin. It really gets underneath Pakistan's skin because they love that guy. All right, I'm, uh, I'm uh, going to go now. So, uh, yeah, tell me what your thoughts are. All right, Chicago up, bear down. Bringing back Robert Quinn, here's what I'll say. It's not that I'm hugely against it, right? I guess I am in a way. I just don't see – well, here's the thing. I see better options being out there for the Chicago Bears than bringing back Robert Quinn, a player that's always had, like, one good season, one down season, a couple of bad seasons, another good season. I think, ultimately, too, that he's getting up there in age, and we just may be seeing Robert Quinn – just at that point where he's just falling off. Did I say Roshan Johnson earlier? Robert Quinn, where he's just following falling off. So I I would not I I I hope the Bears don't go back, right? I understand the thought process of it. Hell, we we talked about Khalil Mack possibly coming back earlier. Like, I understand what he could bring, especially that veteran leadership, the improvements on the defensive line. But I just think there are better options out there with better youth that you can use your one year probably prove it deals on than Robert Quinn. But the second part of your voicemail, yes, Ryan Poles is an absolute genius. He's a financial genius. He's a genius in going out and finding talent. And, and to have that here now for the Chicago Bears is something that's absolutely fun, right? And, I, and it really, it helps look at the future for the Chicago Bears so much brighter by having somebody like Poles who's just smart and goes about their business very methodical, right? And so, yeah, great points on that one, as always. All right, let's get into this next voicemail. This one's from DJ Finesse. How you doing, my brother Hayes and the Cognac Brothers? I really appreciate you guys doing a wonderful job. This is DJ Finesse from Chi-Town and uh, part of the uh, Soul and Sense record. Uh, we're having a picnic at Gary, Indiana at the, the uh, 22nd of this upcoming Saturday. What I want to say is that um, don't sleep on the Green Bay Packer um, quarterback. You know, he's been marinating for the past um, three years. He know that playbook. I'm not saying that he's a good quarterback or he's a bad quarterback, but he he knows that playbook. But by saying that, don't underestimate him. And at the same time, you know, he's not a bad quarterback. He's decent. But the difference between him and Justin Fields is that Justin Fields has been on the field for the past three years or going on three years. 
That's the difference, and his talent, I believe, is better. But also, point number two, we got to understand that how Justin Fields is going to blossom. A complete season is 17 games, right? How many games in uh, first season that Justin Fields has as well in the second season? He hasn't even had a complete two seasons yet. And look how far he has come. So Justin Fields is quite uh, advanced right now. So I'd like to hear you brothers thought about that. Chicago up and bear down. Don't sleep on Jordan Love. Listen, I don't care about the weasel. Um, you know, and you say he knows that playbook. That's cool. Knowing the playbook is all fine and Danny, and I'm sure it does honestly provide a level of confidence coming in when you're initially coming into your first starts in the NFL. But once you get cracked, right, once you have a 240-pound defensive lineman running towards you trying to knock off your head, it's a lot different than even in practice and just learning the playbook. And, and listen, nothing's coming easy for Jordan Love or Justin Fields in that matter. They have to go out and prove it. And the fact that there are two extremely young quarterbacks into their careers that are in this division that are probably going to be battling out with rivals, right? That rivalry is legitimate. We have Packers fans in the comments all the time here. It's FGB every day over here. So that rivalry and having two young quarterbacks, that career is kind of going to hopefully ascend at the same time. Listen, that's a storyline made for Bears versus Packers is all I'll say. Yeah, you don't want to sleep on anybody in the NFL. He made it to the NFL for a reason. The Packers have invested in him, but he has to prove it on the field, just like Justin Fields has to, right? Just like Justin Fields. So we'll see how that battle between those two quarterbacks goes over time. I think it's going to be a fun one. All right, let's get into the last voicemail for the day. This one's from Fred. What up, Hayes? How you doing, man? This is your boy Fred, man. Shout out to Bobby D. Dub, the Cognac Boys, man. I, I just want to know, man, like, the writers, where do they come up with this crap when he's talking about, oh, Claypool is going to be a cut candidate. He doesn't bring nothing to the Bears. Like, they, they don't understand. Get, this man got traded in the middle of the season. Of course, nobody's not going to know the playbook right away when they get traded, you know, to a thing unless they team run the same system that they came from. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, he didn't, he didn't make a lot of, you know, impact when guys got injured. The man just got there, though. But now we got weapons. Luke Gessie's going to open up that, that uh, offense, man, like how he wants to. And hopefully that he give us an air attack to go along with the running game. As far as, like, your boy Vildor, oh, we know he getting cut for sure, man. Like, I, I expect for him to get cut. Uh, a couple guys, you know what I'm saying, don't make the roster that we don't need on the roster that's just taking up, you know what I'm saying, space and money and bench space as well, too. But – I think, man, the Bears, they going to, you know, cut, you know what I'm saying, guys like who, who, who fits, you know, our culture and everything. But to the writers that's out there, you know, talking shit, you know, I just say middle fingers to them because they don't know what the hell they talking about. And it's like writers and everybody hate on the Bears so much. Like, why are we the most hated team? Like, I, I don't understand that, though. Maybe because we was the first founder of, of the NFL or something. I don't know. But they can miss me all that hating-ass bullshit, though, man. But – I think, you know, Walker, you know, he gon he gonna lead he gonna lead the team to sack. Gibson, you know, I'm kinda like, I don't know, man, maybe you have a bounce back year. I don't know. But Long's Bildor ass ain't on the team and hell, I wouldn't mind seeing Bailey Jones get cut because shit, he haven't done shit but fumble the goddamn ball, so what's the point of keeping him you know, on the team or whatever? And we got that boy Tyler Scott. So, man, let me know what you think, man. Chicago up. Bear down and middle fingers to all them haters. Listen, where do writers come up with their headlines? Here's, here's what I'll say. And I know I've shitted a lot on the national media, but I'm going to have a more 
logical um, way to address it today. The fact of the matter is this. If you just came out, if any writer comes out and says, oh, well, you know, Justin Fields has some things to prove, it's not going to get as many clicks, anything else, as being Justin Fields is a potential. Can Justin Fields avoid being a bust, right? And I think that with the the microwave mindset that we have and how people consume content so quickly and you have to kind of gauge headlines and also think about what's going to get the clicks on social media and get the notice there, that we see these hard line takes that I th- I believe if you caught some of the writers, they don't even necessarily aren't as harsh as what some of their articles are written on, and especially when you look at uh, Chase Claypool. Yes, there is a route to, right to have some doubt around Chase Claypool. There absolutely is. But when you also look at the fact of, you know, just what Chase Claypool is, what he's done, uh, and, I, and I think that, you know, yes, you're going to get some people that embellish that a little bit to get the clicks, but the national media also is filled with a bunch of idiots. It just is. So, um, yeah, you know, there's doubt around Chase Claypool, but Chase Claypool hears that doubt as well, and he's going to want to prove those doubters wrong more than any of us can. Now, as far as Luke Getze, um opening up that playbook, he has no excuses not to. We have the offensive, a much improved offensive line. Still some questions, absolutely. Darnell Wright is probably going to get blown up a couple of times on the offensive line to start off his career. It happens, right? But you have now weapons in the wide receiver. You have weapons in tight end. You have weapons in running back, right? The offensive line is probably the biggest question mark we have on that offensive side of the ball, as well as some people, you know, at wondering how Justin Fields is going to grow as a as a as a passer as well. So you, Luke Getzey, absolutely, hopefully, is going to open up that playbook because we need it we deserve it the players deserve it and I think it's going to make for an exciting brand of football so yeah hopefully Luke Getzey comes in really opening up that playbook and we really get to see what he can be as an offensive coordinator next year as far as Vador getting cut get his ass up out of my city but that's it that's my time for today make sure you guys are following the show at Shy Bear Central you can send us any feedback questions comments concerns chicagobearcentralgmail.com lastly you want to leave a text message and our voicemail for our mailbag episodes, the number to do so, 773-270-2799. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related because of you guys. And like I liked in every episode on. Chi Town up, but bear down. Love you guys. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.